This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. It has been... <laughs> It has been quite a morning, you know. It's uh, you asked that question, and we're both we both know the answer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I almost feel like it's it's almost like an inside joke every single episode because you know this yeah. is always like our weekly like check in with one another, and it was it was back when we were in the same city, but like even more so now. It's like right before we kind of share like the uh, the the past traumas of the week and just life in general and all everything right. that's going on, and and then we're like, all right, let's go do a show. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's so funny, man. It, it's a joy to get to do this with you. Every week but occasionally we have our own little hiccups and things like that but we uh we pull it together and then we get to share it with uh with all our friends that are very gracious <laughs> yeah well let me let's go ahead and address that right up at the front and also to kind of help build some hype for next week's episode those of yeah, you who yeah. uh tuned in on facebook earlier today i think we might have put it out on twitter as well and of course our youtube subscribers everybody got real hyped because they found out that levon eric is actually coming on country squire radio and our hope and desire was for that to actually happen this week on this particular episode that you're listening to. However, uh, as as gremlins got in the system, to, to quote Lee on that one, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to shoot all the gremlins before you can uh, actually get, get the thing working right. So <laughs> unfortunately, uh, due to a myriad of technical issues that, that occurred, we, we don't have that episode this week. However, we do have that for next week. I'm confident that in like seven days time, I will be able to exterminate the gremlins. I'm, I'm fairly confident i'm like 90 i'm like 85 percent sure 80 percent sure definitely 70 percent sure what what <laughs> what 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 kills gremlins bow is it is it uh, uh garlic or do you have to use like a like a spear or is it is it a a, a google related weapon or i mean like what is it, do, do we need uh, our friends to be praying for us in a certain way or <laughs> uh that that one always but i'll say this always man, I know- always correct I never saw the Gremlins movie, so I don't actually know. I think it has something to do either. with music. I, I can't recall. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get some feedback on that. <laughs> but, but that's all right, man. We love getting feedback. In fact, we've got two episodes coming up uh, beyond that one as well. That is very, very listener feedback driven. We have got a pipe culture episode uh, continuing our places series, all about yeah. the porch. Um, of course, the Pipe Culture Places series is where we kind of take a look at the various places that people enjoy their pipes. And uh, we're really looking forward to this next one on the porch. We've already gotten some great feedback. Uh, and so that will actually probably be in about two weeks time. So be sure to go ahead and get those emails into us sharing your thoughts on the porch. What memories do you have? What visualizations come to mind? Could be even just something from pop culture, maybe in a book or a movie or, or something of that nature. We just love sharing kind of that shared consciousness as we explore deeper into pipe culture and in this upcoming one, the porch. Be sure, by the way, to put pipe culture in the porch or pipe culture places, one of those two things, in the actual subject so that I'm able to, to find it when searching through the emails. Yes. Man, um, it's, uh, it's going to be a good one. Man, I know you're really excited, though, for this other one that we're really kind of looking forward to. Based out of last Boy, week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> man, it's going to be fun. We're doing a Pipe Shop Fails that is going to be listener-driven. That means we want to hear your stories of yeah. your worst pipe shop experiences now this is 
Man, even as I'm, I feel dirty saying that, I'm not going to lie. I know, right? I know. <laughs> like, like I, we're not looking for, like, don't name names, okay? Like, don't, you don't have to name names. We don't want you to name names. If you put names in there, we're probably not going to read the names. I mean, right, right? Yeah, no, I think that's right. We we just, you know, we want to know about uh, odd and confusing and uh, funny and frustrating and, and uh, all the all the great fail experiences that we come to know and love on Country Squire Radio. But, but you know, we want to keep it uh, kind of anonymous right yeah i mean we do yeah people have hiccups you know here and there and so you know we, we just we're, we're gonna you know just uh I, I, i'm kind of expecting frankly that some of the pipe shop fails will involve the country squire and that would be very <laughs> oh i've got some stories i've got some stories i've got actually i've got one that just came to mind even as you said that like, <laughs> it involves it involves the hurricane and heavy artillery <laughs> 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 Boy, I, I I look forward to uh, to hearing it, and I probably already know what it is. But yeah, yeah. right. Anyway, <laughs> we want to hear from y'all though. We really want that one to be driven by by y'all's stories. So send those in. Use pipe shop fails in the title. We'll be reading some of those. And man, there's a, a event coming up here in the Houston area. The uh, Houston Pipe Club is getting together on July 5th, right after the 4th of July. At yeah. Stogie's uh, on Westheimer at 6 p.m. I will be there. Um, you know, a lot of great Country Squire listeners up there. Man, I was blown away. I think I mentioned this before, but when I went to the Houston Pipe Club meetup, like seeing all of these folks that like I've either seen through the internet or many of them met in person, either through uh, pipe pilgrimages or at some of the pipe shows. I, I had no clue there was such a vibrant community here. And, and I'm really looking forward to July 5th to, to go into this and uh, connecting yeah. more with those guys. That's so great. You know, Houston is now... It, I, it's either it's been the fourth largest city in the United States. It may have just eclipsed Chicago the as the third largest. I, 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 I know. I think it's in New York, L.A., and then and then either Houston or Chicago. I can't remember which. But you know, it's it's a huge. I mean, it's a gigantic city. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, just area wise, population wise, there's so many people from different walks of life. It's uh, it's in the South, but has its own uh, kind of curious uh, culture, and it's very cosmopolitan. So you don't really uh, you don't really feel like you would in you know Georgia or Louisiana or something like that. But um, yeah, man, it's just a it's an interesting city, and um, man, a big pipe culture there like you said man it's just huge and, and you as, as a new transplant dude you're, you're spoiled you know it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah from jackson to houston man <laughs> i know right yeah <laughs> we uh, our, uh, our our you know commute that we complain about over here is uh you know it takes us uh, what an extra you know 12 minutes to get to the piggly wiggly because there's you know a block on the uh on lakeland drive or something <laughs> man no that's 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 it's a it's a definitely a different ball game but if you yeah. are in the houston area or, or surrounding areas come on out july 5th i, I think i'm okay to say that I, I have only been to one meeting but uh, yeah. i'm sure they wouldn't mind me promoting it out houston pipe club july 5th at stogie's on westheimer at 6 p.m i will be there and uh, yeah, great. if it, if it's your first time going and you heard about it, come up, say, hey, um, you'll know me. I'll be wearing my gray cap. And that's, uh, that's a good way to find me. <laughs> what about that? The shop, man. What's going on at the shop? Dude, we are so thrilled, man. Of course, our 49th anniversary for uh, the Country Squire is going to be, uh, well, the, our, our birthday is actually on uh, August 11th, but uh, we are hosting a big event on August 15th there at the shop. It's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m., and we are thrilled to announce that Max Stokeby with Scandinavian Tobacco Group and Lane Tobacco will be there with all kinds of awesome uh, tobaccos to sample, but also deals on uh, STG uh, 10 tobaccos, 10 tobaccos, and many other things, some uh, giveaways and 
freebies and things like that. Also going to have the folks from General Cigar, which feature you know some of the most well-known brands in the cigar world, uh, brands like Cohiba, CAO, La Gloria Cubana, Punch, Diesel. Uh, these are great, great cigar brands that will be there as well. Live music, uh, have some food. It's going to be uh, just a lot of fun, man. So we're, we're really thrilled. That's on August 15th. It's a Thursday night from, from 6 to 9 p.m. So if you're in the area, in our local area, please come. If you're, you know, one of our surrounding states or happen to be passing through that day, uh, you know, may, be a good time to make a pilgrimage and all that stuff. But uh, we would love to have you. Well, hey, before we jump into the Today's topic. I got to give like a major shout out to all the folks that have been supporting us on Patreon, the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Uh, man, it's been growing and going, and it's been keeping us growing and going. And that's right. Even as we mentioned at the top of the show, with with kind of running into technical issues today, I was just thinking like, man, I'm so grateful that we have like a support structure and you know the ability because it's yeah, sometimes in order to do the things we need to do, like. Yeah, money's required. <laughs> like it, it's going right. to yeah. require new equipment and new services and and all this stuff and big time. But I was thinking even as I was kind of trying to troubleshoot like our 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 backup to the backup to the backup in this scenario, <laughs> uh, and then just realizing like okay, there there are other services. Yes, they 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 don't they ain't cheap, but. Thanks to the support of our patrons, we, we can do this kind of thing. We can make sure that we're bringing uh, not just a slap together show, but actually a professional quality show that people can enjoy. So um, anyway, big thanks to those of you who are supporting us. And if you haven't done so already, head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio. Uh, consider becoming a patron or a club member. You get some great stuff for doing it. And, and honestly, we could not do this without you. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. All right, man, we have got an awesome topic. This is going to be very, uh, I feel like we're going into kind of Country Squire Radio surrealism here. <laughs> did, did I use that Boy, word right? <laughs> that's terrifying, you know, when you think about it. Like the Country Squire Radio surrealism, I, I, I feel like we're going to, it could be trippy, right? Is that right? <laughs> we're going to take a trip through the stars. That's what we're going to do there. We're gonna, we've only got to put... <laughs> was that it's like just, your John Lennon voice or something? Or <laughs> It was. It was, actually. So the fact that you knew it, that uh, that helped. That's but fantastic. No, no that's good. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to the future, ladies and gentlemen. Country Squire Radio goes back to the future. We're going to take a look at what pipe smoking could mean in the next 50 or so years. And it's interesting that we chose 50. There's a lot of thought that goes into this. Because there is kind of this desire when you think of the future... Um, you know, you tend to like want to kind of cascade out to, you know, holograms and flying cars and, and, and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. But yeah. the reality is what's probably more interesting to us is what you can actually predict and project about the industry within a reasonable amount of time so that it's far enough away that it is a legitimate chunk of time, but it is like within sight. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's sure. I mean, I, I think that's, uh, that's fair. And it's one of those things where, um, you know, we have to pr- prognosticate. I mean, it, you know, you've got, uh, remember going to like Disney World and seeing all those crazy uh, things about what they thought the future would be like and, <laughs> um, you know, in 2020 and, you know, back from the 1950s kind of thing. And it's like, no, we, we don't we, we don't use flying hovercrafts yet, you know, at least not commonly. Uh, right. You know, there aren't, aren't, aren't blimps attaching themselves to the tops of office towers to tote people around and things like that. But, um, but you know, I, I think, you know, forecasting some of this stuff is, uh, is, is fun and a worthwhile thing. Well, and to look forward, you know, first you got to have to kind of touch on the past as well. I mean, you know, without going into a full on history level lesson, John David, how would you kind of de- de- define or describe kind of the ebbs and flows of, of pipe smoking 
from its from its rise to its fall to the modern era. <laughs> That's yeah, a lot. I, but, I know. Yeah, like, and it, you know, it, I don't know. Fall might be kind of a kind of a tough word, but certainly mm-hmm. a uh, you know the smaller market that we see today. Of course, you know, back in uh, if if you look at pipe smoking in the 19th century, uh, it was the preferred method for most of uh, civilized society to you know. Uh, consume tobacco products. Of course, you had other things like chew and nasal snuff and, um, you know, eventually cigarettes and things of that nature. But, um, you know, for, for most of the civilized world uh, and, and certainly, uh, you know, historically going back to, uh, you know, the uh, colonial days and, and the uh, Native American empires and things of that nature, it was uh, certainly mostly pipe related. And, uh, and that continued through the majority of the 20th century. And so, um, you know, it, think about, you know, going to the grocery store to shop for lettuce, right? And, and, and imagine in your mind, uh, standing next to someone that's that's palming, uh, you know, different apples and and bananas to to pick out the one that they want to take home to cook dinner with, like, and and the guy that's doing that next to you is smoking a pipe, like that. Right. That was a thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and some of our listeners can probably, uh, you know, probably remember those days, right? Absolutely. I mean, we and we see it even kind of in the way in which, uh, you know. Uh, you're right. Falls too hard of a word, but there is definitely a prevalence of the pipe in the past that goes so far yeah. as to when we think of a grandfatherly archetype of today, generally that person is smoking a pipe, right? I mean, like it's, 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 um, what do you call it when there's like a visual cue to let you know more about somebody than, than actually explaining it? You know what I'm talking oh, about? My, is it like an avatar or something or, yeah, um, so, something like, like that? Uh, yeah. but basically it's, it's kind of like a, it's like, a quick way to jump to, Oh, this person has a pipe, you know, they've, they've been around, they're wise, you know, they, they, it establishes yeah. a connection to a bygone era with yeah. someone who is of age to have been of that era. And I think to its benefit and may I also say to its detriment. Yeah, I, I think, I think you're right. You know, as, as the world got, uh, you know, more and more fast paced and um, you know, certainly through the uh, advent of technology, computers and, um, the internet and everything. I, I think there is a correlation to uh, some of those, some of that uh, technological kind of uh, progression, and, and then also the you know people putting away their pipes in order to uh, you know consume other things like you know cigars or um, you know cigarettes or things of that nature that were more uh, kind of tailor made, easier to pick up, like consume, and, and move on about your day kind of thing. There is a relaxation of you know component to cigars, a, a meditative component there, but we can all agree, I think cigar folks would agree it's different from a pipe right and so uh it's much more uh kind of plug and play whereas the pipe is an experience and a um it's a full ritual that you kind of have to go through and so as as the world gets more and more uh you know it kind of uh, modulated and um automated and all these things and uh and and you know quick uh, you know intertwined with you know technology and all this stuff I, we did see a, a huge um you know it, session and it, certainly in the 90s there early 90s on through the early 2000s where people were putting their pipe away but uh, the pendulum we have seen it as as you know you kind of described the modern renaissance it it has swung back some it, it, you know it hasn't uh it, it's not the you know 1970s where people are walking through the grocery store uh shopping for lettuce uh smoking their pipe of course they're not doing that smoking their cigar either but you know it it, it has come back some i think as a response to the uh kind of um overwhelming uh you know almost it shock it's almost like a correction and uh like the stock market corrects itself it's almost Interesting, like, the, like a uh, balancing 
it's it's balancing it out almost uh, repulsion might be too much of a word but you know folks are they got into the tech stuff they got into the automation stuff they got into the connected stuff and the 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 quick efficiency stuff and i i think in some sense they all of a sudden started craving a uh, a reconnection to something that was uh slower and more methodical and more uh liturgical more uh you know uh, ritualistic, something that uh, could ground them, right, into uh, you know a, a rhythm, and so we we have we've seen that pendulum swing uh, a little bit back into the pipe, and and this modern resurgence that we see, the excitement that we see around the pipe, and um, and and what's neat is that technology obviously gets to play a role in that, but it's a different role, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it, it, it through the '90s we had it kind of push people away from the pipe to to other other forms, and now you know as people reconnect, they're looking for something more. Uh, stable, something more timeless, something that connects them with uh, the past and history and even themselves. But, um, you know, it, bringing them back, they, they get to use technology to connect with one another. But, uh, but you know, have these personal times where, where they sit with their pipe and have their moment of, uh, you know, of uh, meditation where, you know, that season, that little, little bit is going to look different for them. Um, and, and it all revolves around this thing that we love, the, uh, the pipe. Yeah. And I think there is kind of that, that also just ebb and flow of like desired consumption method. Um, when you think about, yeah. you know, in terms of, you know, the cigars and pipes in general, but, but pipe in particular, because of the, uh, it, I mean, it's like the vinyl record, right? Like, like it's not, it, it, it takes some care. <laughs> it takes some yeah. process. There's some equipment that's involved to make this work. And there, and once, once you're done with it, you, you have to take care of it and not just it, but also the record player and also, you know, how you're storing it. Right. like, like there's an entire process here. And so then, as you say, automation comes along to make things, you know, uh, smoother, faster, mass produced, you know, get, get those, you know, quick cigarettes, get that quick nicotine hit. And then that, uh, quick availability light, you know, leads to kind of more, and I'm not saying this for everybody, but more gluttonous practices, which comes to kind of an abuse of something that was once once good. And so, you yeah. know, you have that That's aspect. That's a great way to of, put that. Yeah. yeah and that, that pushes, completely pushes the pipe to the side because the pipe doesn't communicate, you know, get it quick, get as much as you can. The pipe very much is, is like, no, this takes work and practice and there's an art form to it. And that kind of goes beyond that. And then we have kind of this yeah. combination of things, right? Because you do have kind of the 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 health push and a lot of kind of the, this, you know, tobacco scares and all that kind of uh, concept as well. And more yeah. healthy practices is good. And I would actually argue that the more healthy practice and the more healthy mindset is leads people away from kind of the quick, fast mass consumption and into more of like a pipe as something a, like the pipe. That's correct. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think it's a, I think it's actually a beautiful thing. And so we're experiencing that yeah. now. It's interesting, you know, looking, so taking that kind of, you know, where we went, where we were, where we went, where we've come back to, and, and now looking into the future, there, there's a lot of things that are working, um, together here and and you know so when we do kind of forecast we're going into the future here it's like well how are these things going to work together because we are seeing a resurgence of pipe smoking we are it's a the 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 pendulum is swinging there's interest it's a it's it's a growing market it's a very different market than it was 40 years ago but it is a, a a growing market and and so, you know, how much will that continue to grow? And then and then how is that growth and how is that increased interest going to be affected by what you mentioned, kind of the greater health push that, you know, is, um, you know, it, driven by people that, that are anti-tobacco, frankly, and maybe aren't familiar with the benefits of a pipe in specific. Um, you know, so you've got that kind of general 
uh, you know, it, no smoking, American Cancer Society, healthy, uh, you, you know, you, you're, uh, you know, do your life insurance and have to stay off nicotine and all these kind of things. And so you, you've got that kind of wave pushing against, but, but still there seems to be this kind of um, resonating with a pipe that is, is holding its own against some of that. So um, it's interesting. Think about what that is today in response to, because it's not it's not in response to the pipe. And honestly, it's not even in response to cigarettes, which, again, you know, if, if you've listened to the show, you know, I am not I am I am an anti-cigarette person. Yeah, uh, sure, sure. But but like like that, the big push that's going on now, it has everything to do starts with a V <laughs> with vaping, <laughs> like everything, and, you know, and you look at even like vaping in terms of kind of the technology trying to kind of. I don't want to say technology wedging its way in. That's the wrong thing. But vaping as a whole seems to try to be wedging its way in as kind of a response to the last 20 or so years. Right. And so and I, and while it definitely has kind of a bit of a moment and a bit of a heyday, it, it feels to me and I'm going to make a lot of media comparisons because I really think that we can pull from media and look at like how that, what the trajectory is in terms of art form. Cause I think that pipe yeah. smoking to some extent is an art form. And I think that there is well, a connection. Here. Yeah. Uh, if you look at like, to me, vaping is 3d movies. Like, like remember like a couple years ago when like, Oh, 3d is new again. Yeah. And like, it's like, Oh, and, the 3d and TV and the curve. That's right. TV. You're going to buy this like five, $4,500 TV that you have to wear all these glasses for and this stuff. And it's very, um, kind of a complicated Baroque situation to have a exactly. worse experience than you would have otherwise. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, eventually we got 4k. So I'm not saying that, you know, who knows what the future of vaping is. This is not the future of vaping podcast. <laughs> this is not what we're jumping into. <laughs> so who knows where it lands. But I mean, if you go back now, cause we just recently did this, we we finally, we finally got a 4K TV. I feel like I'm I'm trying to catch up with the with the rest of the world here. Are are you 4K yet? Uh, we are not. We you know we don't watch a lot of TV you anyway in our house. Yeah. But you know, so we're still. I think our TV was purchased in like I don't know 2011 or something. Gotcha. <laughs> well, we, we so we just got a 4K TV. It's a game changer. But in the process, I was doing as much research as possible, and I was like, oh, these curved TVs. I remember they were all the thing. I saw them at CES back in the day, and you know, Tony Stark had one in like the second Iron Man movie, and and they are all on sale now because everybody realized how trash they are. Like you have to be sitting in one specific <laughs> space. To actually see the video, but it was like all the rage and all the thing and it had its heyday and that sort of deal. Vaping to me feels like this. So I kind of look at it from the standpoint of because now the sky's the limit in terms of, you know, uh, uh, you know, (laughs) let me let me put it this way. Actually, let me backtrack that a little bit because of the way that if we look at kind of music and media and the fact that if we are in media now where tobacco was in the 90s. Uh, where it's just like all over the place, mass consumption methods and that sort of thing, early 90s, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where we are. And so with the problem that we run into right now in media is we have so much terrible media. We have like all of these really, really just subpar musicians, subpar videos, podcasts. You know, obviously I love podcasts, but like 80% of the podcasts that are out there are awful. <laughs> they're just, <laughs> they're just awful. They're just not, very, not a lot of thought put into it. It's just easy, easy to put out there. And so as people tune out of country choir radio, I'm just kidding. We think we do a good job. <laughs> well, no, we try. We, we, we certainly try. Like, you know, the fact that we put thought into this show, which is a step that's right. a lot of thought, that's a right. lot of, a lot of the stuff that's out there. But the reality is, is that's, that's just the case is because it become, you know, because it's become such a, a mass market. So yeah. from that standpoint, where, where is the next step? Where is the course correction? And so for the pipe community, you know, what we've seen is a return to quality. We've seen kind of a return to what made this great 
kind of that's originally true. in terms of the art form, right? And yeah, so I think media true. will follow suit. But then the question is, what comes next? What is the next step after yeah. the 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 Renaissance, the uh, <laughs> the the retro, whatever you want to call it, the hipster movement? What what comes after this, man? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, it's um, and and how long does it go for, right? And, and again, again, I want to push back on you know the hipster movement a little bit. I, I, think, I didn't let, mean that as a dig. I did not mean that. No, as I, a dig. I know. Let, let me let me qualify. Let me try to interpret for what I think you meant, and that's. That's um, you know the the folks kind of returning to a bespoke uh, way of you know life and and older times and all that kind of stuff and um, and and also being different, trying something different, trying something old fashioned and all that. Yeah. So um, maybe that's not fair. I don't know, but I, um, you know, I think um, I, so. How long does this interest, continued interest, and continued growth uh, continue? Yeah, and 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 how how does it continue? You know, you've got folks now with the advent of uh, social media that obviously we are educating people on, um, you know, our interest in pipes. People, uh, you know, post. Uh, we, we see as as pipe enthusiasts, we're in all these groups on uh, different social media platforms, and we see our our pipe smoking friends share this stuff. But what we forget is a lot of times, you know their friends and our friends that don't smoke pipes are also seeing this stuff right and mm-hmm. and and so it it has a um even if these folks aren't smoking a pipe they might uh, you know be reintroduced to it uh, at some point just you know by virtue of being kind of around it with uh, folks that are more vocal and so um i i don't know it's uh it, it's something interesting it'll be it'll be interesting to see how uh how the velocity of this growth uh continues Certainly, uh, you know, with the, like we mentioned before, the, um, you know, advent of the healthy stuff and the, uh, you know, and, and, and also the, you know, the tech awareness stuff. That's something we hadn't talked about, you know, talked about either. But, you know, as these companies, for good or for bad, I, I want to say that very clearly, um, but as they more and more are taking uh, moral stands on things that sometimes we wish they would, sometimes they wish they wouldn't. Um, you know, so you've got these companies that are taking moral stands on things uh, and and alienating some of their customers and bringing more customers in because they believe in those things. And so, you know, are, are companies going to, uh, you know, companies like Google, like Facebook, like YouTube, like iTunes, like, uh, you, you know, how do they react to the premium tobacco community and how does that play in with the growth of some of this stuff? Um, because, you know, that we are, we're, we're very dependent right now on things like Facebook and Instagram and um, and, and iTunes. And so, you know, how does, you know, if Apple and other folks have ideas about that, what, what does that future look like? And the so, answer so is, we don't know. <laughs> we don't, we don't know, but I will say this, and maybe I'm an optimist in this, in this department, but I, I, I feel that the byproduct of modern healthier consumption methods means a downgrade of the fear factors and concerns. The reality is, is that while, you know, while we may be more pipe because of the prevalence of cigars in kind of a, uh, you know, tastemaker society in celebrity culture, like yeah. they're they're never going to shut down cigars, and if they're not going to shut down cigars, they're not shutting down pipes. You know what I mean? Like there's there there is a the, the there is the, the pipe is not the plague of the common man. You know whether mm. or not you believe the cigarette ever was it's is is a whole con- discussion in yeah, and of okay. itself. And so from that standpoint, like it's not. I I don't think 
that it will be yeah. championed in at least not in the next 50 years. I just don't see that there, there are bigger yeah. fish to fry <laughs> from yeah. that standpoint. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. I mean, you, you mentioned the V word earlier, right? It, <laughs> and well, the, exactly. You know, kind of the laser beam focus that the federal government has on, on, on vaping, this, uh, on the, on the vaping world as a, you know, they, um, they do. It is a laser beam focus that that is, um, you know, pointed towards that. Now you're seeing even municipalities and you know, uh, state and local governments getting in on on this as well. And so, um, but I think you're right. Like there are enough power brokers um, that that still are fond of premium tobacco in the form of cigars. And so you, you do more often than not. I think most people, you know, even the anti-tobacco folks, they. Uh, they do associate pipes and cigars uh, together as opposed to uh, cigarettes. There is some strata there, and so I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But um, like like you said, if they if they don't get rid of the long filler cigar, maybe the pipe goes along with that. You know, <laughs> exactly. Well, so here's here's what I would suggest. I would suggest that if we look at kind of we look at projecting out the next couple of decades here, that the attention to vaping like. There's a lot of trickle down effect to that. We've already seen kind of what the what what that looks like in terms of how vaping is approached, and a lot of this. I mean, there's there's a lot of um, you know there's there's a lot of activists out there. I guess on on both sides, uh, there's, there's less out there kind of promoting the education, but there are there are representatives out there that are trying to promote the education, the separation between the various forms of tobacco and that sort of thing. But here's the deal: that's the that focus and how that trickles out is going to impact the industry in a lot of different ways. Some small, some large. What I would argue, though, because I think the consumer really does drive this at the end of the day, I really, I, I honestly still believe that. And I think if we look at what the consumer looks like and just the industry from that level, not from the, the back end level, but from the kind of the front end level, I think that we will see a continued evolution and a furthering of the pipe as an art form and boutique as experience. And I'm saying boutique as experience, not boutique experience. And, and I'll, I'll break that down here in just a second. But the pipe is an art form. Um, Father of the Flame is very much like right on the money. Uh, you know, we we gave that a, a, a fairly glowing review for for uh, one reason and one reason alone. It, it's outstanding. It's a great, great documentary. But what it does is is a taste of what I think that pipes are going to continue to grow and be, and that is to be seen as an art form. I mean, I really do think that we could see very much kind of pop-up art galleries that are specifically tailored to uh, carved pipes and and to crafted pipes. It could be from all over the country. It could be from one individual carver and uh, an embracing of a uh, a market or embracing by a market that it doesn't currently speak to, which is kind of that um, you know art gala, uh, art installation. Uh, what do you call them? Art collective kind of group of folks. Hearing you say that, it kind of makes me think that almost in some way, of course, you know, pipes are, let's say, 5% of the premium tobacco market in America. In some way, the longevity, the ability for pipes to be longstanding kind of benefit from that in some sense because yeah. it is a it's a it is seen as a it's it's rare enough now to be seen as this kind of interesting art form this cottage industry this uh, artisan driven thing and so um you know maybe it doesn't take over the world again but maybe uh, maybe for those of us that do enjoy it the curiosity of it the the foreignness of it the the interest level of it it kind of um that that level, you know, because of the artisanship, both in the uh, tobacco blending, the pipe making, the um, you know the uh, the ritual of it all, um, maybe that curiosity is part of its longevity, right? I, I it, honestly it kind of, believe that it is. And yeah, I mean, you it even plays mentioned into that. 
Wait, so you mentioned specifically like, you know, it's not going to take over the world again. I mean, you, you know, you and I have had some of these conversations with some of the folks in the industry and, and they, you know, they're, they're longing for the days of yesteryear. Like, yeah, no, th- you know what? Newspapers are not going to be the predominant way that people are ever going to get their news again. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> industries rise and fall. Like, you know, for <laughs> we, 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 we are a, a capitalist country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is, well, we, un- we understand that industries grow change and, and the, uh, and the customer base uh, does as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. It is, there, there can be a sadness to it, but there can also be some goodness to it because, there, that longevity does persist. It persists, and also what going back to the point you made, the 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 you know the prevalence of it, the uh, you know seeing it everywhere. That may be less, but the quality it is there unquestioned. It is. Yes, sir. The yes, quality sir. today, the quality today of the products being put out is is unsurpassed in the history of pipe smoking and that yeah, and that's true that's exactly that is, right. that is true that 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 goes from the um you know regardless of what you know some of these crotchety old blunders have said i mean the there, there is quality tobacco out there uh the amount of of uh you know thought that is given into these blends that are that are being artisanally produced right now the the pipes and the materials that go into these pipes and the the methods of uh, making these pipes both in a factory and uh, the innovation that's happening in the American carver like Levon Eric and um, you know folks uh, in their backyard the Jared Coles and the Grant Batsons of the world I mean these these are people that uh, are putting energy and efforts into their pipes and and making livings on them that is is unsurpassed in the history of the of the hobby you yeah, know that's right well, and then and so it's twofold though. It's not just about the pipe, um, but it's also boutique as experience. And this is where this is what I mean by that. Yeah, explain that. I, it, I'm interested in that. So, so if you kind of look at because we've gotten more digital, because we're getting more digital, because you know as as virtual reality begins to take more uh, into cases, wearables become more smart wearables. Your your clothes know knowing more about you, that sort of thing. Uh, as that continues to grow over the next couple of decades, what is real? becomes all that more uh, desired and with a premium on top of it. And so the the benefit of going to the shop, and this we've already seen this today, but I think this is going to grow exponentially over the next couple of decades. The benefit of going to the shop has nothing to do with buying a product. It has literally nothing to do with buying a product. It has everything mm-hmm. to do. I mean, and, and you may list there and think, well, Bo's full of it. Well, I'm not necessarily talking about you. I'm talking about more of in a general sense and kind yeah. of a, a, a consumer culture. Uh, and so from, from that standpoint, so what, what we're going to see more and more of, this is my, me looking into my crystal ball, is the actual experience of the pipe shop becoming more beneficial than the actual products being sold. And so I think that that experience in and of itself is mm. going to need to grow. That, that, that is in and of itself as it much, is much today that it's a, a community center where people are coming together, they're able to enjoy their pipe, uh, that sort of thing. I think that, that the services or the expectations of that experience will need to kind of go and grow so that there is going to need to be kind of almost like a, you know, a coffee shop, a bar type of feel to that. Um, you know, I think that there is going to mm. need to be, you know, kind of a, a, a luxury-esque experience that's going to fit whatever mm. the art form kind of side of that dictates. The boutique, mm-hmm. the, the boutique as the experience will need to kind of rise up with that and meet that. Um, you know. And, and how does I could be translate? totally wrong. I could be totally no, wrong. I mean, I, I think that's fair. I, I think that's fair. How, you know, again, we're talking about kind of Baroque esoteric concepts here, but I mean, how, how does, um, how does that translate bow into what we do? I, I know mm. we're running, uh, we need to wrap it up here shortly, but yeah. you know, it, translating into what we do, like, so, so, 
you know, right now the, the, the quality of what we do has to rise, continue to rise to the occasion. It's almost like, you know, when, when, a, when a pipe shop opens, it starts to educate its clientele, but then the clientele gets more sophisticated. And so the, the, in, in order to maintain it, in order to, um, you know, grow it and continue to be successful and uh, beneficial, it, the, the pipe shop has to get better because it's pushed by its own clientele that it started, right? right. And so it's, uh, it's kind of this cyclical thing, right? And so how does that uh, affect media like, uh, like us, like, uh, you know, uh, Country Cry Radio, like, uh, you know, a Pipes Magazine radio show, like uh, Pipe and Tamper with Mike, and, uh, you know, the various forums that are out there? And uh, will these things continue to grow and develop in order to support that kind of boutique uh, thing you're talking about, I, I think um, I, I I think they'd have to, right? I mean, I would argue that that this without without kind of the the thought as much thought put into it today, but I mean, like looking back to when we started the pipe culture series, that really kind of speaks to I think the longevity of where you know where at least or at least at that point I I think at, at this point both we kind of see the consumer going in terms of their needing to be or not even needing to be, but but. Well, no, yeah, they're needing to be almost like a study of the culture that exists around the pipe because the yeah. culture, to some extent, will drive the future, not not necessarily the product, but the culture that surrounds it. And then that'll drive the product, yeah. which will overall drive the industry. And it so, always does. Exactly. And so from that standpoint, that's that's something that we've tried to do. You know, when I think about what I what I hope that we're doing, um, you know, in terms of, you know, creating creating that media to, of course, obviously, yes, more informed consumers. That's that's always a benefit, but that is that is the way I see it. That's almost like a, a byproduct. I want the Country Squire Radio listener to be someone who's able to walk away from the show first and foremost. I, I believe holistically in podcast as relationship. So I think that there is a, mm, a yeah. part of the show which is you know you're you're looking for community, you're looking for a relationship. Well, that's something that naturally happens into that media. And that's a whole nother discussion. I've given talks. And, on let, and let's be honest. That's <laughs> let's be honest. That's why we continue to do this, right? It, exactly. Is, is that right there? Exactly. So that's 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 at the forefront. But I want I want somebody to walk away from Country Square Radio getting getting a picture of the pipe and and the various pipe tobaccos and and even just the community as a whole in in having a deeper appreciation for it and having kind of maybe a deeper understanding of it. And then also walking away with, you know, yeah, healthier practices, uh, you know, making sure that you're making wise decisions, both in your purchasing and and in your smoking practices. Like, yeah, you know, being being the kind of consumer that are being that that being the kind of person that fits this community and being a community that fits the mm. kind of consumer that really benefits kind of the industry as a whole. Um, yeah, that would be that would be. I mean, I, and I think to some extent, all of us who are creating content around this space. I, I, I hate to speak for everybody, but I think to at, at least a certain extent, if two two out of the three, of <laughs> uh, two out of three points that that all of us kind of at least connect on some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that dude, great discussion, man. I mean, I you know, I, I have two thoughts. It's like, well, um, you know, we'll see how we do and um, uh, you know, see you in twenty seventy, right? <laughs> That's right, man. That's gonna be good. <laughs> we'll com- we'll compare notes. <laughs> Here's the real question. What kind of pipes will our good friends at Missouri Mirsham be putting out in twenty seventy? Do you think they'll float in the air? Do you think they'll be little drone pipes or maybe uh hyper hyper speed? <laughs> <laughs> 
for some reason, I think they're going to be made of very simple uh, quality materials like a solid corn cob and high quality uh, stems and uh, and and all the all the good things that you associate with uh, with a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. Man, so, uh, yeah, you want to talk about pipe as art form? Look, you need to go down to the headquarters at Missouri Meerschaum and see what they've got going on over there. I mean, it's the the museum factor is glorious. I mean, it's essentially it an art gallery. It is. It is, and and and, a, and a, a museum, like you said, it's a it's a place of history, and of course they have on display uh, things that they've uh, come out with recently, but also things that re- you know date to the late nineteenth uh, century, uh, all the way back to their hundred and fifty year uh, you know history. The building itself is uh, is an incredible uh, option. Of course, if you go there, you're able to uh, you know purchase things too. They've got a beautiful retail shop right there in Washington, Missouri. So if you are traveling through that kind of uh, you know Mid America corridor, right. There, there through St. Louis, Kansas City. It's a very easy detour to make, and, and you should take it. One of the things you might pick up while you're there is a uh, gift set uh, from uh, Missouri Meerschaum. They have lots of great gift sets, and one of the ones that we love the most is the Cobbett Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a three-pipe gift set that uh, is just very uh, handsome. It comes in a nice display case with uh, a fitted place for each and individual uh, Cobbett pipe that is there. Uh, three pipes, uh, and, and it's just a really handsome gift set that uh, will give your uh your your hobbit feet a, a stomping reason to continue to smoke <laughs> <laughs> so check it out be sure that uh, when you do you uh, take a selfie of yourself enjoying a good uh, good missouri mirshom pipe we love to retweet those out to let the good folks at missouri mirshom know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week coming in from Relio Dilio Yo on Twitter. 
and this is <laughs> this is so good. This is a great question. Uh, and and I, I don't know if it was meant in jest or in all seriousness, but I think it's definitely worth diving into after last week's episode. Okay, uh, here, yeah. Here, here's what he says. After last week's episode, I'd like to know how much do I need to spend at a shop to be welcome the next couple of times without spending money? Do I need to spend money every time I go into the shop to smoke? What is the etiquette? I actually, I think that's an excellent question. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. Gosh, yeah, I mean, that, that's a um, that's a really good question. It's a really good question to throw to a retail shop owner. <laughs> to a, to a retail owner, right? <laughs> Not just the host of a uh, a, a podcast, exactly. Or, or like, device, but a retail shop owner. Yeah, I, you know, obviously, gosh, this is uh, difficult to answer. So, you know, we we do pay attention to what the folks using our space. Um, are are consuming right uh, you know for those that are lucky enough to be in an area with a pipe shop uh, or, or cigar shop that is you know interested in uh, you know catering occasionally to some pipe uh, folks uh, you know we, we do pay attention to the people that are you know hanging out in the lounge using the free Wi-Fi drinking the you know the crummy coffee in the back you know we we, uh, we we pay attention to what they're consuming and what their preferences are and things like that and 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 where they're getting it too so um, you know, do, do I have any kind of dollar amount on like, you know, I, I think it's just, uh, just kind of a courteous thing to, you know, make sure in, in our shop, my thought is, um, you know, make sure you're trying to regularly support the shop. It, it I, that doesn't mean you have to do it, uh, you know, purchase something every time. Uh, but you know, if you're, um, you know, smoking in there, try to smoke a product that you bought at their shop. You know, even if it's something very small. If you uh, do get the sense that the shop owner is, uh, you know, welcoming of you, you know, smoking something there that he got you got somewhere else. Uh, you know, be sure to purchase your other things there. Get your pipe cleaners there. Get your tampers there, and your your check tools and your, uh, you know, leather pouches and things of that nature. If if they have any of that kind of stuff, um, you know, you I, I think it's a it's a game time decision kind of thing you know you have to make it up <laughs> as you go along I, I i certainly i welcome all kinds of folks in our shop but we do we do ask that folks support us um and, and um so yeah I, I don't know i can't uh, really odilio i can't tell you man you need to spend 25 dollars every time you go in no that's stupid like man just just come to our shop i don't care if you spend a dime but you know at the same time as you consume stuff and you're and you're hanging out around uh, you know, just make make sure occasionally you're um, you know helping provide this for the space and um, and things like that. And I think you know the effort that you take there will uh, you know your your retailer if they're a, if they're a decent uh, human will uh, <laughs> will appreciate just a little bit here and there that you do. Um, so and anyway, if, and if not, you can send those uh, feedback onto our our future uh, pipe shop fails pipe shop fails episode. <laughs> right? Yeah. If if they're real crotchety about it and uh, and you know shame you about it, then uh, we have a whole episode dedicated to that coming out in the near future <laughs> all right it's the great question really odilio yo and hey if you've got a pipe question for us be sure to send it in show at country squire radio.com quick, quick fire, fire with, with the, the squire. squire quick fire questions all right man quick fire questions brought to us of course by the awesome country squire radio t-shirts available at the country squire online.com all right, these are coming in from Mark VV. Man, we haven't heard from Mark. I mean, we hear from Mark all the time. We hadn't heard from him on the show in a minute. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. This is a hot in the Deep South edition, well-timed. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, maybe I should have checked these first. Bathing suit or Speedo? Uh, bathing suit. Hard hard decision. Next, next question. Yeah, yeah. Bathing suit. Now, if Brian Levine were here, 
you know, he, <laughs> we know where he lands on that one. Uh, next right, one. We'd spend more time on that one. That's right. Popsicles or Freezy Pops? Uh, Freezy Pops. I, I like that. I'm assuming he's talking about the little things in the plastic sleeve that taste like, you know, like sugar water. I love those. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing is I'm, I'm mostly actually more associate those as a different consumption method for like a snow cone, just based on the flavoring and consistency. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and popsicles, you want to talk about having a product renaissance. Plus, popsicles are in right now. There's uh, whole stores that sell nothing but $4 popsicles. That's what I'm talking about, man. Boutique is experience. I mean, like like popsicles and beer and uh, anyway, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, pop, I'm going to go with popsicles. All right. Mint julep or gin and tonic? What a great question. Yeah. Gin and tonic, uh, you know, full stop, but... Um, really you're not even I, like I, like gonna mildly consider the mint julep i no, i, I love a mint julep i was but about to I mean, say your southern cut is about a, to be revoked after that no i mean look look i mean everybody knows i'm a gin and tonic person i mean that's just you know that's been well established fact for over 300 episodes i <laughs> i don't apologize for it <laughs> but um but you know it, i love mint juleps too but this is an either or question i mean you know i i, I like popsicles and freezy pops and uh, i only like bathing suits no speedos but um but yeah <laughs> I, I if i have to pick between one or the other i'm gonna go with gin and tonic yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the, the mint julep. Of course, <laughs> you got to. I don't actually own a julep cup. Do you? Okay. Do you own one? Like the, the silver, yeah, the julep cup. A the, speedo? The, no, the julep cup, man. The silver <laughs> goblet. I do not. I do not. I do not. We have uh, you know, our local uh, watering hole here in your old neighborhood, Bellhaven, uh, Bo. Um, you know the uh, the Fairview Inn, the library lounge oh, they yeah, have yeah, over yeah. there. It, it, they they serve them in that, and I, I've always wanted one because of uh, the experience I've had there. But no, I don't have one. But yeah, I don't either. All right, and then finally, ooh, all right, hurricane torrential downpour or cooler and cooler temperatures or sunny and bright but blazing hot humidity. Ugh. Uh. Mm. Okay, if I had to pick between the two, gosh, I guess I'd go with sunny and bright, but blazing hot humidity. I mean, who wants a <sighs> hurricane potential, uh, torrential downpour? Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, gosh, that's like uh, picking between you know two of your least favorite uh, restaurants or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's yeah. That is that is um that is tough. I mean, I feel like in, in Houston, I can't say anything with hurricane in the name. But to be honest, I'd rather have the cooler temperatures than the, well, like muggy is bad. Did I tell you, did I tell you about the, uh, the, the house almost flooding like right after we move into it, moved into yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oof. That's, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's sun, sunny and bright, I guess. Ugh, that's tough. At least yeah. that way the know, house doesn't get destroyed. You, you, you even uh, kind of hold your nose having to answer that, right? Yeah, <laughs> that one's rough. But anyway, great questions, Mark VV. Excellent uh, <laughs> hot in the deep south questions for us. And hey, if you got some quick fire questions for us, show at countrysquireradio.com is the place to send them. And thecountrysquireonline.com is the place to find some awesome Country Squire Radio gear. Get yourself some. Take a picture of yourself wearing it. It's a great way to let us <laughs> know that you appreciate us for supporting the show. Doesn't right, That's right. Tra- doesn't translate as well. <laughs> your thoughts your comments listener feedback all right listener feedback okay i've been looking forward to this one man i really have yeah good <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so this one is an itunes review we got in now now man we we've uh we've been very blessed by the listeners uh showering us with amazing itunes reviews we've consistently maintained a uh you know five-star yeah. rating for the last almost seven years or however long it's been 
And uh, it's very, very rare, like so rare that this is the first time that we've ever uh, read one of these on, on, on air, but we don't normally get negative criticism. Uh, if we do, it's mostly, you know, you know, based on that bow guy on the show, but beyond that, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, you know, we, we kind of wrestled with this one a little bit cause we, but I feel like this is important to read on the show. Cause I think there's some good points that are being made here. All right. This is coming in from Jay of Scottsdale. Uh, Jay says some good information. The amount of time it takes to get to the point on this podcast is way too long. I just skipped the first 15 minutes, which can be painful, quite frankly. And a lot of their jokes are getting old. Once they get to the content of the podcast, uh, there is some useful information as well uh, that is well presented. The podcast is definitely worth listening and the pre- presenters are likable. And uh, that was about a three out of a five star. So, you know, that obviously this is coming from somebody who, who enjoys the show and values the show and, and theoretically is listening right now. And so I just want to say, Jay, I hear that, man. Like, I, you know, there, there are certain jokes that we've even a couple weeks back uh, even even before I think we read this, there was one in particular. We're like, you know, what? we need to not we need to kind of lay off this one joke because it comes up way too much. And I mean, part of that is because for a lot of new listeners, they hear some of those jokes for the first time. They write in and they kind of want to play with them. It's like a a re uh, <laughs> a re a re spinning wheel of some sort uh, from that standpoint. But I do hear that, and I, I think there's some really good feedback there. Also, you know, yes, we we the the show. We do try to keep the housekeeping items to under 10 minutes, but it does seem like lately it's gone to closer to 15 minutes. And so I just want to say I hear that and we'll be working on that in the future. Any, any thoughts, John David? Yeah, I mean, it, I think this is a testament to, man, people that care about us and want us to do uh, you know, better in their mind. And at, man, we're just appreciative of the, of the feedback. We have been blessed over the years with, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good reviews. And we're, we're proud of that and thankful for it and appreciate, you know, folks for sending those in. But, but we, we welcome all reviews and, uh, and, and are glad to share them as well. And so, uh, Jay of Scottsdale, man, we, uh, just appreciate your feedback and, um, man, hope you keep tuning in. And, you know, if it's something you want to revisit down the road because, uh, your experience gets better, man, we'd love to hear from that too. But, uh, man, thanks for the feedback. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely understand, and we uh, we just appreciate you uh, being willing to to pitch in. Absolutely, and that's the great thing. We can make adjustments going forward, and, and if you enjoy those adjustments going forward, you know, consider adjusting your review to a to a five stars. Those are always well appreciated, Jay. So always anyway, welcome. Yeah, thanks for listening, brother. <laughs> All right, uh, man. This has been uh, this has been a really fun episode. You know, I always love kind of doing kind of a, a look into the future of sorts. And, and this is definitely one that, um, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about kind of pipe smoking in the future before, but I don't think we've ever gotten this kind of specific. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And we want to actually hear your thoughts though. If you've got some thoughts on where you see uh, pipe smoking in the next 50 years, you know, this was all very kind of conceptual, theoretical, and, uh, and, you know, many of you out there, especially those of you in the industry, I'm sure y'all have got some thoughts that we'd love to share on the show. So send those in show at country You can also keep up with us throughout the week. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And of course, the show's handle is at Squire Radio, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Uh, you know, I almost kind of want to do the Jimmy Kimmel thing and say our apologies to, uh, you know, Lee Eric. Uh, we, <laughs> we ran out of time or something of that nature. But one way or the other, man, we're really looking forward to having Lee on next, next episode. So be sure to tune into that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. We, uh, we, we went back to the future. We went pipe to the future. Sounds like it's time to go have a week.
Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.